Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Talk shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine, and then loop up and yell. Glory holds like a, a like dick theater of a magic your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. I think uh, We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mrs. Atom. And this is Mr. Atom. Welcome back to another episode of By the By. By the By the By the By. Yeah. Uh, right. Sorry. Well, hey, it's better than Yoda beatboxing and, and your rapping. Do not question <laughs> my Yoda According to some people, anyway. And my rapping. <laughs> um, I am going to be the next Eminem. Uh, it's yeah. just, that's it. Only I'm going to be the very happily bisexual and non-aggressive Eminem. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like Eminem's. I melt in your mouth, not in your hand. <laughs> People will say I'm sweet and a little nutty. <laughs> I would completely agree with that. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, so yeah, welcome back. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, I have a double chocolate beer. You've been um, like saving those. I do. I've, yeah. I've, yeah, um, I'm saving they're, and they're saving. They're precious, precious cargo. Yes. Yeah, so I only drink these when I'm podcasting now. Yeah. So it's the new podcasting drink. Is, Forget the wine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got your bourbon and coke over there. I now. do. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um. What do we have going on? I feel like there's probably announcements. Um. Is it too early to start talking about next year's vacations? No. Well, that way, people of course can. Not. I mean, because look. Our people vac- need to plan. People Come need on. to plan. So um, I'm going to grab a calendar real quick, and you start the talking. Okay, so we have a few holidays. Um, well, more than a few holidays planned late next year. Uh, and and we're trying to, to get a whole faction to come with us because, you know, it's always more fun with fun people. That's right. Um, but we've got Passion in Paradise in October. Yes. There are two weeks of that. Uh, we'll be going to the first one again like we did this year. Which my guess is the 18th through the 22nd of October. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, we've got a flyer for it. Let me pull that up. But yeah, 18th to 22nd, the Thursday to Monday, and then the 25th through the 29th. But we won't be there. No, no. People want to see us. But it's still a fun time (laughs) if you can't make it, you know. Yes. So we'll be at Passion in Paradise up in uh, FNQ, far north Queensland. Yep, I love that. The 18th through the 22nd. And then... So anybody in Australia or anybody traveling, passing through, come come join us. It'll be exciting. It'll be exciting. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be fun. Um, And then the uh, November 4th. I'm sorry, November 3rd through November 10th, we are going to be in Mexico. We are finally going to um, the Desire Resorts. Yes. Um, we're going to end up hitting both of them yes, while exactly. we're there. Yes, exactly. you know, if one is good, more is better, right? That's the whole <laughs> attitude of I swinging. Mean, by the time you get halfway around the world, you might as well, right? Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be there with the Life on the Swing Set takeover. Um, at Riviera Maya. At Riviera Maya from the 3rd through the 10th. Very excited about that. Yes. And then we're switching over to Desire Pearl. To uh, We wanted to see uh, what was going on with uh, Swinging Down Under. Uh, we got a thing and at all. I need to figure out who all's going to that so I can I plug average them all. swingers. We'll have to look and see who all goes. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. But we need to figure that out. Anyway, yeah. so we're going to be there at that one. So, so they, they do a group thing at uh, yeah Desire Pearls. And once we found out that that was the week after Swing Set... And we're already in Mexico. Then it's like, well, we might as well we just should totally stay go to another week, right? That's why not? Why not? <laughs> it's only, it's only vacation time. Exactly. So yeah, um, 
yeah, break, that's going to be fun. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So like only 340 something more days. But who's counting? It's, it's going to be a fun-filled month. That's right. Yes. Um, and then we've got my birthday party coming up. Uh-huh. So anybody who's in Sydney between Christmas and New Year's, That's we're right. going to go ahead and put it out there. Uh, so our secret spot, they're now open on Thursdays. They have been for a little while. And we're going to make that Thursday, the 28th of December, a very special evening for yes. those at our secret spot, if they choose to come out. It is a Thursday, but it's the Thursday after Christmas and before New Year's. So, yeah. you know, it's a time to have fun. Yeah. We're going to celebrate <laughs> Mr. Adam's birthday. And uh, he came to me and said that all I want for my birthday is for people to eat cake off of me. So we're going to have a splashing birthday party at our secret spot. We're yeah. going to turn one section of it into a plastic-covered splash zone. And we're going to have lots of cake and cream and pies and whatever you Jams want. Jams and jellies. Yeah. And um, I am saying mostly, if not all, sweet foods, not savory. Probably more sweet than savory. There yeah. might be a couple savory things we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a fun, fun party at, at OSS that night. Uh, and if you do decide to come out and there's any food you particularly want to play with, whether it be to have someone eat it off of you, eat it off of them, just rub it around. You don't have to eat it. Just rub it around like the texture. Bring it with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of excited. It's just going to be a, a big, fun, messy night. And if you would like, you, you could wear a swimsuit because, yeah. you know, sometimes sweet things don't always agree with the bodies. That's right. So it might be good to wear a swimsuit that's easily washable. But <laughs> Easily washable. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. So that's what we've got coming up. Um, those that I can remember. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm sure there's other things. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be other places. But if you definitely want to see us and come out and talk to us, we'd love it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll be at those four places in the next month, year. Month and year. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Month, year. Um, Confusing. Yeah, yeah. So what are we talking about tonight? Uh, we're talking about flirting. Ooh. Because I, everybody always wants to know about flirting. I like flirting. Yeah. And a lot of times, too, what happens is, you know, we talk to some of our friends and, or swinger friends, I guess, and some of them, you know, many of them actually, I would say, open up their relationships after many years of marriage. And you sometimes kind of forget how to flirt and get back into it and, not just how to do it, but then how to recognize when someone's flirting with you. Um, so yeah, we're going to go through some little tips and tricks and things to look out for and things to do yourself if there's someone you're interested in. So I always think of Lolo Lady, and I'm calling her out on this one because <laughs> she is notoriously shit at flirting. Um, and she jokingly said at one point that her flirting style is like this. She looks at someone, she smiles and goes, I like bread. <laughs> and so I think that that has worked for her actually pretty well because I think at one point somebody responded, well, I like cheese. And next thing you know, they were making sandwiches. So I mean, that to me seems like a positive thing. Um, now you just need somebody to say, I like ham, and they've got a wonderful sandwich threesome. I know. This is like the menage yeah. de deliciousness. Um, so, yeah, it that just cracks me up. But, um, yeah, so flirting for me, I've always liked – um, I've always I've always been a flirt, and I yeah you have. <laughs> I, well, it's funny I do it. I've always done it really without even thinking about it, and I tend to flirt with people that I'm not even interested in. It's just me. That's my personality. Yeah. I think that's the yeah. thing is um, people think I'm flirting with them even when I'm just being nice and friendly. Maybe it's because I'm being nice and friendly. Um, Some people aren't used to that. I guess so. No. Um, but so uh, there was a a, a study um, done by. Um, Dr. Albert Mehrabian. Mehrabian? Mehrabian. Easy for you to say. I don't know. Um, but his, his name is M-E-H-R-A-B-I-A-N. Uh, I wasn't ready to actually to speak today. Um, but it's the 738-55 rule. Okay. <laughs> so uh, when we talk about interpersonal communication or talking or how we communicate with people, only 7% of it is spoken word. Mm. 38% is voice and tone of voice, and 55% is body language. So, I mean, that's just saying that, most importantly, you communicate your intentions more than 50% of that is how you present yourself, body language and, and whatnot. And that also means that you should pay attention to other people's body language and try to 
figure out what they're telling you with their body as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Over 50%. I believe it, though, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Because body language and tone of voice can tell you so, so, so much. much about how yeah. people, and we, we tend to judge people. You know, we always say don't judge a book by its cover, but we tend to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if your cover is, you know, at least presented well without happy creases. Happy and open. And, yeah, and, yeah. Like happy and bubbly and excited or interested. Yeah. Um, or at least smiling. That's, mm-hmm. I think that's key. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I'm all raspy because we were up so late the last two nights and I'm like all, hey, how's it going? Yeah, sexy smoker's voice. <laughs> Clearly. And I've not been smoking, so I'm doing something wrong or really right. Um so there was this really, really awesome book that I read called The Like Switch mm-hmm. uh, by Jack Schaefer and somebody else, um, Marvin Carlins. Um, the Like Switch. Highly recommend it. It was really interesting. Yeah. yeah fascinating read. So he talks about the, the friendship formula and, and, like, uh, and I would sort of uh, combine that with flirting. Is that friendship formula and because yeah. anytime we're interested in somebody and we want to flirt with them, what we're really trying to do is, is build a relationship or build a friendship. Um, and he says that friendship is equal to the proximity plus duration plus frequency plus intensity of time spent with people. So proximity, how much, how close are you to that person? Duration, how much time do you spend with that person? Frequency, how often do you see that person? And intensity, um, which is how, what, what is the intensity of, of the relationship or, or, or the time spent uh, to build that relationship. And that always, I mean, again, this sounds like common sense, commonsensical stuff, but it, I don't, I didn't so, ever think about it until yeah. he sort of broke it down. I was like, oh yeah, that does make sense. And when you look back at, at your current relationships, not just, you know, like romantic partner relationships, but even friendships and people at work that you like, um, people that you get along with you, and you start to think about like, how did your relationship with them how was it established? And oftentimes you can see those principles in there and that like, oh yeah, they were either around a lot or they're just, you know, that intensity, like, you know. It was a stressful just, time at work yeah. and you had to bond, bind or bond together yeah. to, to be successful. And you look at your family members that you're closest to, the same kind of thing, you know, is it duration? Is it the proximity? That kind of thing. And yeah. and you can see it in all different walks of life. And, and some sometimes one or two of those may be a lot stronger than the others, but you still need some combination of all four to make it work you know and, and I would use the the bar um, like a bar situation let's look at that as a, for use how you might use this for flirting um, I think the easiest one to, to it, let's say there's someone you're interested in at the bar and they're sitting at the bar and you're not sitting at the bar um, so frequency would be the number of times you're going up to the bar uh-huh. which may not be to get drinks because do not get drunk drunk flirts are, are not good flirts um, but you can walk up to the bar, ask for a napkin or, or a serviette, and walk up to the bar and, I don't know, check out what they had behind the bar, pick up a menu. Mm-hmm. And so you can do this to sort of make yourself more available. And we've all done that before where the more times we go up to the bar, we keep seeing the same people. Yeah. At some point, you break the ice and one of you will say something to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of Give a, a quick smile. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, or duration. If you're standing at the bar, you know, the longer you stand at the bar, the more easy it becomes to ha- strike up the conversation with the person um, who's sitting there yeah. or who's already at the bar. And again, that proximity, how close are you? You know, and we're not saying be on top of them, but I'm saying, you know, it's easier to strike up a conversation if you're at the stool next to the person than you are if you're on the other side of the bar. Yeah. Um, and intensity. I think intensity is something that might be difficult to, to do at the bar, but um, if both of you ordered the same drink, that's a commonality so intensity here would be something that you both share um yeah or or a, a what are you drinking kind of thing mm-hmm. what how intense you know you can imagine a situation where somebody spilt the drink that would be an intense like holy shit but you know don't would, spill don't your drink spill either your drink. especially on them don't do that or at the bar yeah yeah that's just work for other people <laughs> um i want to make it very clear too that this is not um um, that stupid pickup artist shit. Um, I hate those guys. What? Uh, you mean that doesn't work? I know, right? No, it's, I think it does work, and that's what's yeah. what's really sad. Um, I have no idea. I I started reading the book just to sort of get an idea of mm-hmm. what the where the guy was coming from, and 
as I read the book, I'm like, oh my god, you're a monster. I, I, I don't. You're you're kind of a dick, a complete yeah. douche. Um, and I couldn't even finish the book. And there's yeah, there you go. So that's my story. Um, what I like, I like this I stuff know. because I this know. stuff is based in science, and this stuff is it's it's, it's behavioral science. It's behavioral yeah. science, and I think that is interesting. And if you can, you know. I'm for 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 like for all intents and purposes what we're talking about tonight isn't how to like pick someone up it's how to present yourself in the best manner possible and how to, and, and how, how to recognize the friendship cues and yeah. and like nonverbal friendship cues I was saying how to establish a relationship especially one based on friendship or some kind of commonality yeah yeah so you may not want to do it if it's a if you're looking for one night stand it may not be quite the right thing but if you're yeah. looking for an actual some kind of relationship, then yeah. Yeah. Um, so, moving on to not again mm-hmm. nonverbal friendship mm-hmm. cues. Uh, there are four. Do you remember the four? Oh goodness, you're going to test me. I am. Um, nonverbal friendship cues. I would say the eyebrow flash. Um, there's the head tilt. Uh, the genuine smile. And, oh gosh, what's the last one? Isopraxism. There you go. Yes. Oh, four of them. I'm yes. impressed. <coughs> All right, so eyebrow flash. Eyebrow flash. Um, it happens in about a sixth of a second when we meet somebody. Um, it happens extremely quickly. It's uh, often accompanied by something like, hi, how are you? And we do this when we we recognize people and we we... You know, it's it's somebody somebody that we know. It's somebody that we're already in a tribe or a friendship mm-hmm. with. Um, often it happens from about two meters away. Can happen from anywhere between ten. Can be recognized anywhere from ten to sixteen meters away. Um, so it's that it's that quick flash of an eyebrow of recognition when you, you see just somebody. Raise them real quick. Yeah, and, and yeah. we do this. I find myself doing this all the time. You you. Oftentimes, I do the head nod as well, mm. um, but it, it, we, we do it, and if you do that to somebody, that's showing that you recognize them, So, um, or if they do it to you, that's showing that they recognize you, and so it's kind of something to watch out for because it's, it's something we do without even really thinking about it, um, and that sort of gets me excited. I love, I love when I do things that I don't even have any idea what I'm doing. Um, yeah, I was going to say, if you pay attention, most people will do it, but you just don't realize that you're doing it until now that you hear it and you're going to think about it and realize that, yeah, you actually do. Yeah. 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 And it's kind of cool. So pay attention to what you're doing. Next up is head tilting. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that I've seen as well. And I always go, I always go back to the bar, you know, because alcohol but um but as a as a um as a sort of an experimental place and Mm -hmm. you watch people do this and it's really cool because um bartenders do it very well they tilt their heads because it's a sign of uh being approachable trustworthy friendly and honest Mm -hmm. and if you go to a bartender um one that's very comfortable in their skin and and is wanting people to come up and interact with them it happens they'll they'll tilt their head to one side or the other um and Ultimately, that's something that makes you appear more attractive because um, if you want to look at uh, body language science, it's because you're, you're showing off your jugular. So you're actually you're putting exposing yourself, yourself. You're exposing yourself. Yeah. You're putting yourself in a position of vulnerability. Uh-huh. Um, and that's, that tends to be attractive to people because people are like, oh, look, they're, they're, uh, they're being vulnerable in front of me. Yeah, that's true because when you think about people that have like, that don't do that and they have their head straight you know straight up and down kind of um tend to be more i'm gonna say like forthright and it's like i would say a sign of power power and dominance absolutely and it's it's something that it's i don't associate that with like nice friendly openness kind of especially on initial meeting yeah yeah um and it tends to be men more commonly don't tilt their head than women i can see that um yeah yeah us bad men. I say I think I live with my head tilted. I feel like it's tilted a lot. Well, I, mine is because I'm lazy and my head's heavy. It's, it's full of. <laughs> it's brains. that massive brain. It's full of brains. Um, yes. They weigh you down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. You need a uh, a brace to like hold your head up. I do because it's or helium. I need to fill all that empty space with helium. Okay. That would be Wait, great. How do you have a lot of brains and empty space? That's like it's like Narnia up there. <laughs> 
Walk, look through my ear, you'll see little uh-huh. Tumnus. Hello, Tumnus, Tumnus, whatever his name was. Goat boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was for you, Lawrence. That was for you, Lawrence. That's right. Um, so, what else can you do to present yourself? The One of the other four? Smile. I know. Come on, that, people. It's like the number of times we have been. It's not hard. You know, the number of times we've been at Our Secret Spot and we've seen people sitting in the corner frowning. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be having fun. Um, going to a swingers event, going to a bar, it's supposed to be an enjoyable experience. It's supposed to be fun. And what do you do when you fun? You act like it's having fun, like you're having fun. And how do you do that? You smile. Uh-huh. I, I, this isn't rocket science. This is pretty common, you know, like, anyway. I think what happens, though, for a lot of people is they get, especially in bigger cities where you're walking through the city and you don't want people to talk to you because, you know, you're just like, I'm I'm on my way to work or I'm going shopping or meeting friends or whatever, and I don't want to talk to people around me. Yeah, get out of my way. Yeah, and all the, you know, people that are, you know, standing around and handing out flyers or whatever, especially near train stations for us and stuff like that, and you don't want to talk to them, they kind of like put those blinders on and just yeah. head down, they scowl. And, the urban scowl. Yeah. It and, even has a name, the urban scowl. And so, yeah, and, and they're just like, don't talk to me. And I think that, you know, you get used to doing that a lot, and it then translates into when you're in these social environments. And then you look angry, and people don't want to talk to you. No, it's absolutely so just true. pay attention to your own body language and, and smile at people. Yes. Appear friendly. You should be friendly, but at least appear friendly. Yeah, you should be friendly. So actually sell yourself as friendly because you are friendly. Um, But yeah, smiling, of course, it makes you look less dominant and more likable, Mm -hmm. um, which is nice. That's how you, that's how people want to be, you want to be around people who are not dominant and and likable. I mean, it, it, it will, you want to be friendly. Yeah. Show confidence and act like you're happy and, you know. Enthusiastic, and you're accepting. <laughs> Smiling people are accepting people, and that's kind of nice. Um, and you will tend to have receptivity, and I think that's a nice thing too. <sighs> yeah, just smile people. But, but there are real smiles and fake smiles because we've all that's seen. That's We've all seen the fake smiles. We go to the Coles, Coles, Woolies grocery store, Walmart, wherever, mm-hmm. and you see the people standing behind the counters checking you out, not in a good kinky way, but in the "Give me your money." I'll give you Pay some for your groceries. Yeah. yeah. Like GTFO. Um, <laughs> and they have to smile at a billion people a day. Yeah. And those yeah. Vo- those people don't have real smiles. But how do you tell a real smile? Real smiles have two things that fake smiles don't have. They have crow's feet at the corner of your eyes because you push your cheeks up and that causes those wrinkles and that therefore you also then have the upturned corners. Look at you. You're you're becoming a pro. I know. I love it. I actually paid attention. It's always funny because like to me, people are, hate wrinkles. Everybody hates yeah. wrinkles, and I really don't understand that. I actually kind of like wrinkles because wrinkles t- have, give definition and story to they, the face. They tell a story of your life. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we've had friends that yeah. go out and get the Botox in their forehead because I don't like my wrinkles, I don't like my wrinkles. And for me, most of the times when I see, it's so obvious that people have had Botox because mm-hmm. they're so shiny. Um, and, I, I mean, if you get Botox, I'm not going to judge. I don't care. Um, but it's one of those things that, I think you should be proud of your wrinkles. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of my wrinkles, yeah. and I have them. Um, most of my wrinkles are from smiling too much. I was going to say, my, yeah, I've definitely got the crow's feet wrinkles, but I'm okay with that because they're, they're happy wrinkles. Yes, and you have, the, so. you have the orgasm wrinkles as well. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. you make, because she makes this face when she orgasms, and it's like right there. The, at, my eyebrows furrow together, yeah, they, so you get that, those two lines in between. It's like, an, it's like a, per, a, a perpendicular equal side. Yeah, it's like at the top of the bridge of the nose kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, those are my O-lines. Yeah. They're going to be very deep one day, but you know, it's okay. It's That's a, really, a lot of yeah. good happiness. That's right. <coughs> I like to think that I help those ruts. Oh, you do. <laughs> a lot. Cre- crevices of love. Um can I see your crevice of love? <laughs> that sounds like a really good song from a musical. <laughs> the crevices of love. That does not sound like a good song. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can workshop it though, make it a better song. That's all right, all right, all right. We'll, we'll do that. All right. Coming to the Great White Way, crevices of love, starring me. <laughs> What's the point of doing a musical if I can't be the star of it? Anyway, um, yeah, so 
Sorry, we're, we're also eating dinner tonight. Yeah, um, imagine that. I got some chicken wangs. Yeah. So the fourth one, isopraxism? Yes. Yeah? And everybody gets a nickel, a shiny nickel, if you know what isopraxism is. I wonder if anybody's yelling at their phones right now. I bet a lot of people know what it is. I bet a lot of people can't spell it. Yeah. Anyway, um, isopraxism is a $10 word for mirroring. Um, so it, it's one of those things, and again, this is something that um, we do this without even thinking about it. And, and it's, I, I kind of love it because, again, you go to the bars and you see it all the time because yeah. you see couples sitting down at a bar or at, at a table and they lean into each other or they, when, they're, when they're intimate and, and, and sharing moments and they lean away from each other when they both want to get away. Um, groups of people, you'll see them standing at the bar and one will take a drink and then within 20 or 30 seconds, suddenly everybody's parched and they want to take a drink too, so they, they drink as well. Mm-hmm. Um, or at work, you might scratch your arm and because you're part of a team or in a group of people that want to be part of a team other people will get an itch mm-hmm. it's like the itch is contagious and often what happens too is uh if you play with your hair just kind of run your fingers through or over or just you know twi- twirl it a little bit then you'll see kind of around the group little by little people will start kind of fiddling with their hair a little bit I think it's fascinating. I, I, that's my favorite one. Yeah. Um, and I love to... I it's love, fun to watch people and, and yeah. pick it out in groups. You can definitely see it. Um, just a, 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 taking a step away from isopraxism, something else that I think is really cool is you'll see people at, um, at restaurants. Oftentimes what we'll do is when we sit down at a table, the first thing we'll do is we'll move the stuff from the center to yeah. one edge of the table. And that's because we really we don't want anything as a physical barrier between... Um, between us because we feel that it affects our communication mm-hmm. and how does that affect our communication because it, it blocks our visual sight our line of sight between the two people so we'll move that so that we can more clearly read uh, the people that we're sitting at the table with yeah. so if you see people sit down at the table and they don't move um, that might mean that they actually want to be uh, move the objects they might want that barrier that protection mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah that's always an interesting one to watch cool out stuff. for so you, you, we've got these four kind of things down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how do we know? I guess if somebody is interested in in you, how do we know if they like you back? Um, I would say pay attention to how they respond to your cues. And so, if you're, you know, looking at them and smiling, do they? Are they looking back at you? Are they returning your gaze? Um, in more than just a quick pass, like, you know, scanning the room kind of thing. But right. are they actually, you know, paying attention to you? And are they smiling back? That's, you know, that's important. If Especially if they're meeting your eyes and smiling at the same time, I would say. Right. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And it's, it's one of the things, too. You want to make sure it's a real smile. Yeah. Um, because they, they may just be polite. May just be being polite. Yeah. Um, yeah, but definitely, a, you, a, you know, make eye contact. Um, you know, you end that non-creepy stare you end that gaze with a a, a genuine smile and then if you get uh, a return smile if you look back at them and they're smiling mm-hmm. um or a return they're also looking back at you looking at you um yeah that's definitely a good idea or good side and you can as far as the isopraxism goes as well t- you know, look and see if they are mirroring anything that you're doing or maybe you're mirroring them yes but you know pay attention to that um you know and it, if if you're standing, if you're standing near these people, or you're standing near a person that you're interested in, person or persons, um, let's say at a, a meet and mingle or a, a cocktail party or something like that, um, you know, if people who close their arms or cross their arms, they're they're trying to protect themselves. They're trying to say, you know, give them a little more space. Um, unless it's a really cold room. Unless it's a really cold room, that's true. Because especially with women, if you have a skimpy little dress on and it's a cold room, it could just be that you're cold. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I guess that's a good point. A lot of the, uh, these are all uh, paint broad strokes. Generalizations, strokes. yeah, yeah, definitely generalizations. Um, and I would say too is kind of it's a it is a nonverbal cue, but it's a little more intimate uh, cue as well. Is the light touches like on your arm? Yeah, you know, if somebody's like telling a joke or talking to you, and they kind of just lightly put their hand on your your arm, just as in, in a passing type of thing, just a couple of seconds. Yeah. 
that's a pretty. Good I do cue. that a lot. That's a pretty good cue that they're into you. I, I do that a lot. I, I, it's something that I'm a toucher. Yeah. So I'll do that with you know work colleagues without even. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com been thinking about it you know it's for me it's a um i do that quick tap on their arm or shoulder um because it's a we're part of the same team kind of thing mm-hmm. and and i like that that just like comp, uh, the the what's a not not confidence but the camaraderie there's a word gotcha. i knew it was a c word but not that c word mm-hmm. um but yeah it's that camaraderie that we have and that's part of how i build that team kind of mm-hmm. thing um but yeah, check out like which way people are leaning as well. If they're, you know, if you're if you're cold, you're gonna have your arms crossed and probably leaning a bit forward. But if mm-hmm. your arms are crossed and your shoulders are rolled back and leaning back, yeah. that's a power position and also a position of you know, they're trying to get away from you. They're again, they're trying to, they're not interested, right. likely. Um, and check out which way their feet are pointing. Your feet tell where the body wants to go. So if their feet are pointed towards the door and they're body is pointed towards you they want to get away they're trying to their feet are are are, are trying to tell you a message try to tell you a story um if you've got a group of people standing in a circle uh and you want to enter that circle or you and your partner want to enter that circle again check that check their feet typically if uh if a group is a closed group and is not i'm using air quotes here accepting more applicants um the feet will be all pointed towards the center of the circle, whereas if they're looking for new applicants, new people, or an open group ready for people to join, they there'll be some. There'll be they won't all the feet won't all be pointing towards maybe the some center. toes pointing so, out, yeah. and maybe bodies turned a little. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting one for especially a swingers club or a meet and mingle type of thing, um, because it's it's can be a little daunting if you walk into the room and there's all you know there are groups of people already established. Then you know how do you know which one to go up to? And if there's somebody that you see that you're interested in or a group of people that you're interested in, you know, check look at their feet, look at where their bodies are pointed, and see if they're open to having other people join them or not. Um, but that can be, because that can be a hard thing to establish when you're walking in if you're not looking at those cues. It's like, you know, you might feel like I can't walk up to them, but yet if you look at their feet, they could be a very open group. Yeah, and we've seen that before. Um, the meet and mingle that um, that Our Secret Spot runs. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen groups where they all look like they're intent and talking, and then, but you look at their feet, and there's they're not all pointed towards the center. And you yeah. make contact. I, I, boy, I ran like four words together there. You make eye contact with somebody, <laughs> um, and they instantly smile, and they oh come on over or come on yeah. in, and they accept you yeah. into the group. And it's to me that it's things like that just never cease to amaze me. Um, and they definitely work. The the feet one, the closed groups, I, I'm a firm believer of. Yeah. Um, because we've also tried to get into those closed groups because of someone that we're, someone or someones that we're interested in, and it's you're, there's no way to do it. It's just there. That group is. It's clear that group is closed. Yeah. Um, that always. I think it's cool. Um, another thing you can do is ask for a small, simple favor. Uh, you know, this is something that we all want to feel good about ourselves. We all want to feel like we're nice, good people, um, and by asking somebody for a small, simple favor. Um, then you are gifting them with that uh, they're going to feel good about themselves. So for instance, uh, you're at a bar, you you get up and need to use the restroom, so you ask the person, uh, you say, oh, will you please watch my seat? You go to the bathroom, come back, uh, and then when you do, you oh, thank you very much. You genuinely thank them. Um, and you've given them that 
that good feeling of, of hey, I've done something mm-hmm. for somebody. And that's a, you know, again, we want to be around people who make us feel good. And also when you say thank you, it, it opens up that chance for conversation as well. Yeah. Because you can say, oh, thank you, you know, and then just kind of go on from there. And, and depending on the situation, just start talking to them about something. Even if it's just a passing comment and see if they respond and if they're receptive. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing now. So, as I said, we're, we're having this light bite. <laughs> One of the light bites that we've had tonight is chicken wings. Mm-hmm. Um, and watching you drink using only, you, you're like a toddler because you're grabbing the glass with just the palms of the your palms, hands, not your yeah. fingers, because your fingers are so shiny with, My fingers with, are greasy. with chicken wang juice. Yeah. How else am I supposed to do it? I don't know. Other than dirtying a billion napkins every time I want to take a drink. Fair enough. I'll just drink like a toddler. Maybe I need a sippy cup. That, we, <laughs> we totally need to get you a sippy cup. <laughs> so, um, pitfalls. Things don't to do. Don't to do? Wow. Good English. I like that. Don't to do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Things don't to do. <laughs> do not do these, you will. <laughs> I'm going to start beatboxing. <laughs> I'm I'm really trying to contain it and not do it because I don't want the Twitter um, people to yell at me again. Um, pitfalls. Some of us want to hear it. No, not gonna do it. No, that's just it's. Once we start our Patreon account, I'll have a special section for people who like my <laughs> Yoda beatboxing. For one dollar a day, <laughs> you can have my ringtone of Bradford Yoda beatboxing. One dollar a day—that's kind of a lot. One dollar a month. Okay. Dollar. What, say, yeah. Hey, my beatboxing is worth a lot. All right, woman. Okay, all right, sure. Sorry. Pay me, you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, elevator eyes. God, I. Uh, I see this a lot. We see you see this at at, uh, at swingers clubs all the time. You see this in in literally in elevators. You see this. We I've seen it at work. It's disgusting. So, um, I think unfortunately too, women are are more. <laughs> commonly the sufferers of this than men um but it happens to men too but it happens to men too because i've had it done to me but it's where the the people look at you and then they just slowly go down you know top of the head down to the feet and then slowly back up and it's just it makes me feel dirty just pretending to do Mm -hmm. it it makes me feel dirty when i see it done or have it done to me it's gross don't do that don't be an asshole that's creepy that's a douche move Mm -hmm. don't be a douche don't Do what Donnie don't does. <laughs> the birds are out there yeah. fucking again tonight. Yeah. Bird orgy. It's springtime. Woo! Get out. I guess technically summer now. But. Uh, hey, baby, you look tweet. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. See? Flirting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> We're giving flirting advice. <laughs> <laughs> are the birds paying attention? Oh, my God. Um, so, the spotlight effect. This is, you know, isopraxism again. If you if trying to mirror somebody too closely, don't do that because you're gonna, it's gonna be very obvious. Um, or uh, if you keep trying to play that game where you do different things and see if people follow you, because it's a fun game to do. Trust me. Um, but then it becomes super obvious. Soon, and, sooner or later, yeah. it becomes super obvious, and you are spotlighted. You, it's very clear that you're um, not part of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, we already talked about the urban scowl. Don't don't have furrowed brows. I mean, don't be grumpy. Um, Smile. And smile, it's, yeah, smile, smile, smile. smile. Um, and then practice. You know, the more you are cognizant of how you present yourself, um, and more aware you are of it, the better yeah. you'll be at either you know noticing yourself and noticing other people who are receptive to, you know, to this kind of interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, the question a lot of people have as well is is how do I know if someone's flirting with me? Because it's one thing to put these things into practice and to kind of start using some of them, but it can be a whole different ballgame to recognize them when someone's doing them to you. Because you may think, you know, why would anybody flirt with me? Or especially if it's somebody that you find really attractive, it can be daunting and you might think, oh, I'm not good enough for them. And you don't look for those signs in, in their interactions with you. Yeah, that's all bullshit. I mean, you're right, but you right. are good enough. You are smart enough and Gosh darn it, people like you. Um, I mean, it's like, come on. Um, give yourself some credit. Um, you know, it's... And I would say, again, too, it's it's practice here in recognizing them. Not only practice in, in doing them and learning how to flirt again with people, um, but 
just practice in recognizing them. You know, pay attention to people's body language. Pay attention to to their eyes, their smiles. You know, where their feet are pointing, and and think to look for those things. And if someone touches you, that light brief touch on your arm, don't dismiss it. You know, kind of take a moment and recognize and think. Oh yeah, they're maybe maybe they're interested in me. They smacked a mosquito off of me. How nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. Oh, sorry. So. Do you want to talk about uh, like triggers and things, things that trigger that that turn you on? Yeah, that turn you on, that um, turn people on. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. some general general triggers that what? that we say. You know, if you're if you're purposefully going out to meet people, you're going to go to a meet and mingle or a swingers club, or you're going on a date with somebody that you've met online or wherever. Um, once you've decided to do that, you know how how do you present yourself in the best way? And there are certain things, um, like some colors. First of all, we always say wear something that you feel comfortable in and feel sexy in. Yeah, I it, always wear purple. Yeah. Purple and white. Those are my things. Yeah. So it's it's whatever you feel comfortable and sexy in. I mean, you don't want to go like out in your jammies because, yes, while they're comfortable, that that's not the point. You just don't want to be like stiff and in something that, that you can't move in or sit in or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically, red is a good trigger color. Um, you know, most people see red and are attracted to that. Uh, like you said, for you, it's purple. That's what you like, and white. Um, but just, I would say, you know, pick whatever color. And it may depend on your skin tone, your eyes. You know, if you've got green eyes, then absolutely. But you don't necessarily have to wear green, but maybe a piece of jewelry that pulls that out or that kind of thing. So just pay attention to, to what you're wearing and the colors in there and how they look on you. I always think of Barty Stinson. Um, oh when he says uh, 24 similarities between women and fish, which <laughs> it's, it's horrific, but I just love that both are attracted to shiny objects. Um, mm. Because I have to be honest, I'm attracted to shiny objects. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. A nice piece of jewelry or yeah. earrings, necklace, something. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that... Even a nice bag that, you know... Oh, my God, I'm a sucker for yeah. an expensive purse. Yeah. Yeah, that's always a good one. Not for um, me, I'm saying, like, seeing, like, especially a lady. Like, it's so funny, and I don't know why this is, but um, Kate Spade is the designer that I absolutely love. Um, if if I see a lady get on the bus with a Kate Spade bag, I instantly, I'm like, oh, she's pretty. It's like, <laughs> what, what, really? Like, why is this? So, yeah, Kate Spade, Michael Kors, I'm a sucker yeah. for both of them. Yeah. I've seen a couple of guys get on the bus, and... You can just, they, like, their blazers or, or, or suits mm-hmm. will open up just a bit, and I can see the inside lining, and I'll know it's a Ted Baker by the inside lining. Yep. And I'm like, nice. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, those are nice. But I digress. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, one of the other triggers, well, I think shiny things and, and a little bit of bling was one of them, um, but revealing clothes. I mean, mm, we all know, course. especially for females, if you show a little bit of cleavage, it doesn't mean you have to have everything hanging out. Um but just, and it doesn't even have to be cleavage, but just skin in general. Like whether it be your arms, you know, your arms are exposed, maybe your legs, it could be cleavage, you know, but but skin is one of those triggers in that, you know, people like to see that. Yeah. Um, and, and heels. Yeah. High heels. Um, the, there's, again, that great quote from Kinky Boots where they talk about, you know, why do we wear heels? And it's the makes the lifts the bottom for and makes them right for mating season. <laughs> like it, it does. And it's amazing to me how the difference a set of heels. Mm-hmm. I actually wish that men would wear heels, um, like in normal day to day stuff. Because again, it shows I, like, off the ass. My legs yeah. look so much better when I'm in on a platform or heels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have like not great legs until I'm standing on tiptoe and then suddenly I'm like oh well and look at my ass yeah so, just saying yeah uh revealing clothes or I guess like tight clothing I guess is more what I'm thinking here yeah. but like tight clothing that kind of it, it kind of reveals your shape and gives a clue as to what especially if you're looking like in a swingers event you know you want to give people a little bit of a, an idea without too much as to what what might be under there um, and again, highlight your best asset. It doesn't mean that you have to be like skin tight clothes from head to no. toe. But you know, if you if you really like your your chest or your back, then wear something that accentuates that. If it's your hips, if it's your legs, whatever. You know that that's kind of what you want to show off. So I agree completely. Um, and and remember, 
like those first impressions, you have about 30 seconds to make a, a first impression. You can overcome a failing from a first impression, mm -hmm. but that initial, you know, that initial uh, intro, um, you got to put, again, smile, put on your yeah. best assets, um, put, put your best side forward, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and then you be careful between confidence and arrogance. Yeah. And I think, so for the longest time, I had trouble with, with distinguishing the two. Um, I knew, you know, when I saw it, but it was hard to verbalize what it was. Um, and I think Miss Jiff put it the best. So, and I'm going to completely butcher her, her uh, analogy, but confidence was, you know, you go in and you are, 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 are confident and, and showing that you're being fed from, um, you're feeding everybody, I think. Like, like you come in and you're like, I'm, I'm comfortable in my own skin, and I want to give you this comfort. As far as like the energy in the yeah, room, yeah, this goes. energy. Yeah. Whereas arrogance is about sucking that energy from the room and sucking that energy oh, yeah. from each other. It's um, an interesting way to look so at it. So confidence comes out and you exude energy and good positivity, whereas arrogance comes in and it 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 sucks it out of the room. Steals the soul. Fun suckers, which you know can be fun as well, but not that kind of fun sucking. Right. Yeah. yeah, and again, I would say, you know, in, in looking at these signs from people, just pay attention to when you are interacting with people or if you see someone across the room that you're interested in, pay attention to are they looking at you? Are they returning your gaze? Are they smiling like genuinely at you? If you're engaged in, in talking with them, you know, their body language, are they leaning in towards you? Are they light touches? Is it a genuine smile? And are they actually making an effort to carry on the conversation and learn more about you yeah. and not just talk about themselves. Um, yeah, that that's a good way to kind of gauge whether someone's interested in you as well. Yeah, the, I've seen it before a number of times, and I've done it, you know, without really even realizing it. Um, when I'm no longer interested, I'm like, okay, I'm not interested in this person, or I want to get away from this conversation. Mm -hmm. my, my eyes start to wander. Um, You're not focused on I'm them. I'm not focused on them, yeah. and that's, that's a big sign, and I wish... I try to be very focused on that. And mm -hmm. if I see somebody's eyes start to wonder, I'll say, oh, well, you know, I'm g I'll excuse myself. Right. I won't give them an, uh, um, an out. Like, do you want to go do this? Or uh -huh. do you want, I'll say, oh, well, I'm going to go over here. Yeah. Um, if you want to talk, chat more, you know, I'll be over here. And that gives them that sort of, and that's good because some people don't know how to take the initiative and how to end something when they want to get out. Some people just don't know how to say, you know, Hey, I'm, without saying that I'm not comfortable with this anymore, I'm not interested in this situation anymore, I want to go somewhere else. And so I th if you see those signs in someone that they aren't interested in you anymore, that's a good way to do it, is say, you know, I'm going to go get a glass of water, or I'm going to go get another drink, or or maybe, oh, I see someone over there I'm wanna, I'm, I haven't seen in a bit, I want to yeah. go say hi to them, or just something, you know, even just a little, maybe go to the restroom, but just kind of get that break from them in there. Yeah. Um, and... Because they may not know how to do that. They may not be comfortable saying, excusing themselves from the situation. And the same thing goes in reverse. So if somebody, you want to get away from a conversation, do any of those, yeah. any of the things that you just said. Or even just say, hey, it was nice talking to you. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna go, go over here now. I'm going to go mingle with these people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially at, at meet and mingles and at swinger events. I mean, the whole point is to move around. It's not like you go to one person or one group at the beginning and that's it. You're stuck. Yeah. So I don't. You know, I don't think A, anyone should take offense to it if, if that happens, and and B, don't take offense if that happens to you. Yeah, you're there to meet yeah. and mingle, yeah. not one or both. Right. Um, yeah, so what do you think about pickup lines? Um, I would say most of the time they're cheesy and would immediately turn me off of it of interacting with that person unless they're funny because I like humor and that's just me. So, but most of the time they are cheesy. <coughs> so I know that... If you're talking like scripted lines. Well, I mean things like, um, you know, would you grab my arm so I can tell my friends I've been touched by an angel? Yeah, that's cheesy as hell. I mean, it's like, ugh. Yeah. Like, that's... Or, and that's um, not funny. No. <laughs> Do you believe in love at first sight or should I walk by again? Only if you walk out the door. Yeah, bye bye yeah, I don't know. So I know that we've discussed this with Miss Jiff as well, and she yeah. she loves them. She thinks they're hilarious. They make her laugh, and that's that's it. These don't make me laugh. These make no. me sort of sad. But if you can come up with something that is clearly not clearly something that you haven't said mm -hmm. a, a million times before, 
then maybe. But most pickup lines are just that. They're fucking lines. Um, And they're not going to work on me. I've had people try one or two on me. It doesn't work. And you're like, oh, that was cute, but no. So do you remember, like, having somebody use a line on you? Um... The most recent one, which actually was not a terrible one, um, was it, it wasn't in a actual, I mean, I think it was sort of in a, I maybe kind of want to pick you up way, but at the same time they knew it wasn't going to happen. Um, but a guy came up to me and he was like, you know, you're a rare breed around here. There's not a lot of short brunettes in Australia. Most are tall blondes. And I was like, okay, that's kind of you know, that's not, not terrible. That, but but that was his line, was, you know, and I was like, okay, yeah, you know. Uh, part of me feels like that's also, that falls into that stupid pickup artist negative. It does. Because you're, you're clearly saying that you're not, uh, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. That's not a good line. It's not a good line. But at the same time, it's like, well, it's at least different than, you Fair know, enough. But, a lot of other ones. But yeah. But I think he also knew, he's like, this isn't going to work. So <laughs> it's like, no. Oh my God! It's yeah. a good good effort, bud. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that was that recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was the same guy who uh, said to me, uh, air quotes, jokingly, um, that uh, you know you're, you're you're pretty good, but uh, you need to work on your sit ups. Wow! And I thought to myself, "Ooh, dude, you're kind of a dick." Yeah. So yeah, not a. Hi. Yeah, negging does not work with no. us. No. You if yeah that is. That is a horrible... Do not do shit like that, people. No, don't do yeah. that. Be, remember, be nice. Treat people the way you wish to be treated, and thing, good things will happen to you. I'm trying to think of any other lines I've heard lately, but... Yeah, that's the only... I mean, I don't think he was trying to pick me up. I think he was just trying to be an absolute yeah. cunt. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't... I can't remember any more mm-hmm. lines that... I mean, the best thing to do is... Don't, don't use a scripted, cheesy line that you've used yeah. on a billion people. But just go up to somebody... Um, a, a great opener is hi. I'm whoever, whatever your name is. Hello, my name is. Insert your name here. Yeah, and just say you know, and and just strike up that conversation and say you know, I noticed something about you. I noticed your smile. I noticed your shoes, or you know, love the dress or something. And just, color your hair, yeah. the your fingernails, the yeah. But be honest, and so whatever it yeah. was that drew you to them, compliment them on that. Yeah. Or or just you know, even if there's something. Um, Sometimes somebody will have something like either like on a, a jacket or you may notice a book they're reading or something and that's a commonality, has yep. a common interest. So you can kind of bring that in and strike up a conversation that way. Or you might recognize a brand of something. Or, yeah. you know, we've, I've started up conversations with people because they were wearing Converse shoes. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, oh, nice Connie's. You know, and then we're like, oh, really? I've got these, blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, my God, i got yeah. a pair. And then next thing you know, you're having a conversation with somebody um, just over a pair of, of all-stars. All I mean, yeah. it's just... It, it doesn't have to be, I don't know. I think the problem with most people is they they, they shoot themselves in the foot by being trying to be too clever. Yeah. Um, they feel like, you know, they feel like what they need to do, they need to be something or mm-hmm. they need to be, they have to be funny or they have to be clever. You don't have to be anything. You just have to be honest. Yeah. I say like, um, people want honesty. Yeah. Yeah. You know. They want to know that you're a genuine person. Some people are very good at making up something a clever quip on the spot and some people aren't and both both are fine if you're funny you'll be funny yeah. you know you don't have to fake being funny and the last thing you need to do is to fake something in this first you know 30 seconds I want you to be real yeah um, that's just but that's just me I guess yeah no, I absolutely agree for sure so if um, we talked a bit about how to say, how to get out of a conversation or say whatever. But mm-hmm. um, if somebody is clearly not interested in you or if your first opening pickup, hello, uh, greeting didn't work, um, that's not an excuse or, or cause for you to try round two. Um, be, just take it. I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. We'll have a great night. Mm-hmm. Um, if you failed the first time, you know, that's fine. Don't just keep retrying. Yeah. Um, even, you know, you can try again, but give it a while, and then come back and then say something again. And if it fails again, done. that's it. You're done. Yeah. You know, that's don't uh, yeah. don't keep trying to, to beat that dead horse. Just just accept it if somebody's not into you. Yeah, it's just yeah. we're not all into everyone. <clears throat> um, just like you aren't into everyone, unless you are, then that's kind of weird. Uh, but if you're not, in, <laughs> just like you're not into everyone. 
everyone's not going to be into you. Um, we've had plenty of times that we've been shot down. Yeah. Um, or, you know, we're really interested in somebody and it just, it's clear they're not interested in us. And although it hurts the ego a bit, um, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah. And they're all attracted to shiny things. <laughs> but uh, they're more fun to catch with a beer. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> they're more fun to catch with a double chocolate stout. There you go. That's better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the main thing is just you know again like you want people to be honest with you. You should be honest with them. And if you're not interested in them, just say you know. A, not, I'm not interested, depending on the situation. You can just outright say that. Or, you know, it was great talking to you. Or, you know, nice to meet you. I'm you know, just going to excuse myself over here or something, whatever. Um, and if somebody says no to you, and especially, like, once you get around to wanting to play with somebody, if somebody says no, just say, okay, thanks. Yeah. You know? You know uh, uh, Have a good night. I know, too, there are, there are those folks out there who you really take it seriously and, and or, or take it personally when you get turned down. Um, but it's, it ha- again, it happens to all of us mm-hmm. and you'll have bad nights. Mm-hmm. We've had nights where everyone we talk to, it's very clear they're not into, into us or interested in yeah. us. Um, and you're like, oh, okay. And he starts, you, you start to see it in your own body language. Yeah. Um, you'll slump your shoulders and I think what, or, or you won't be smiling as much because you're already sort of, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm going to yeah. fail. So you fail. Um, that's a big thing. Don't sort of, don't set yourself up for failure. Um, because if you walk up to somebody again, slump shoulders and you're dragging your feet because, you know, the last two people said no or weren't interested and you're not smiling and hi, I mean, nobody, (laughs) it's like, just, and also don't take it personally as well, because it, it could be that they're just completely not interested in you. It could also be that they just aren't feeling it or there's something else going on. I know there's times that we end up at the club and we may just, if, especially if it's been a hectic week, you know, we may be there because we want to socialize with people, but we really just want to play with each other. You yes. know, if we haven't had enough time with each other, we just want to play with each other and maybe put on a show for people. Um, but Crevices. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Damn it, I already forgot the name of my musical. Uh, I don't remember. Anyway. It had something to do with crevices. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it, so don't, it could be situational as well. So it may be that they're not interested in you. Maybe they're not interested in playing at that moment right. or whatever. But, again, just don't take offense and just say, okay, and you move on. And, yeah. But but I think the main thing is, is first, before you ever get to that point, recognizing if somebody's actually flirting with you and you have to flirt with them. Crevices Or it's of never going to happen. Just hit me. Ah, I'm listening to you. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening to you, but my whole brain is going. What was the name of that song? In my yeah. musical? Because we were going to put on a show for people. Oh, okay. That was you. Well, said, we should work on that then. Yeah, yeah. we should. <laughs> no, but I think you're spot on. You're exactly right. I'm just an asshole who's sitting over here thinking yeah, no, about what yeah. music. Sorry, you can be an asshole. Oh. <laughs> well, you are what you eat. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So, uh, any any final advice and thoughts on flirting? Um, be genuine and be open minded. Pay attention. Yeah. That's all. I don't know. Uh, I think we've said it all. I would also say, honestly, again, like I said, I flirt with everyone. Everyone. Yeah. And I don't. It's not to. I'm not looking to get laid. I'm looking to make connections. Um, it's just be friendly. Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'm just trying to be friendly and trying to be nice, and it's fun to do. So I find myself doing it at the grocery store, mm-hmm. at, at at bars, um, airplanes, yeah. even. You know, it's just like wherever I am, I'm constantly, you know, sort of just honing my skills, mm-hmm. um, so that when we are in a situation like a meet and mingle or or uh, at at a club, that I can, I'm I'm more of a a laser than a light bulb it becomes it comes to you a little more naturally at that point then because if you do practice it then it doesn't feel awkward when you're doing it yeah because the first few times when you do some of these things it's going to feel awkward yeah and you're going to be like oh everybody's staring at me but that's not the case why would anybody like me yeah Yeah. (laughs) because you're good enough you're smart enough and gosh darn it people should like you exactly yeah well said i didn't say it (laughs) i know (laughs) um (laughs) well you did just then Ooh, fair enough, but I stole it from uh, Sally Fields. Yeah. Sally Fields? It was her Oscar speech. I don't remember. People are yelling at me again. Anyway, remember, crevices of love. Um, <laughs> all right, so that's the best I got, folks. 
yeah, I, I guess that's it. Yeah. So um, follow us on Twitter at By the By Podcast. On Facebook at By Facebook, uh, we're at By the By Podcast as well. Um, www.bythebye.com.au. Email us your questions, comments, and rude remarks. Um, you can email us at theatomsoflove at gmail.com. And Instagram. Oh my God, yeah. we are on Instagram. We're actually doing something with it. I that. know. I changed our username as well to By the By Podcast. Oh, there you go. So yeah, I'm trying to brand. Yeah. Well, it keeps it consistent and easier for people to find us. Honestly, yeah. it's for me because I can't fucking remember what the hell I'm... Well, there's that too. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a smart man. <laughs> That's um, not true. So, yeah. Well, thank you for listening and uh, hopefully yeah. you got something out of this. Exactly. Um, it was fun. Yeah. Join us next week. Yeah. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.